0: Welcome to Contractor Cuts, where we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of growing a successful contracting company. Welcome back to Contractor Cuts. My name is Clark Turner. I'm Jared Flo. Thank you for joining us again this week. So today we are talking about how much free work should I do to land that job? Mm -hmm. Right? Where Mm -hmm. is the line of an estimate. I mean, some guys charge for estimates to show up day one to even get their eyes on your job all the way through. I've been running down the road for four months on this job doing free work. I'm just trying to get a signature on this Mm -hmm. estimate. So where is the line that we're going to draw between, hey, this is what I'm doing. And at this point, if you want me to continue, I need to get paid for my time.
1: Yeah. And I really think this is a place of frustration for a lot of people because I think everybody in our industry has experienced Doing a, you know, the, the, the client having a demand of things that they want from us at yep. the beginning of a job. And we really want to land the job. We're customer service oriented. And so we do all of these different things. And then something happens and they ghost. They yep. disappear that we lose them. And I've spent time and money that I could have been spending somewhere else to land a job. And now I'm out all that money.
0: Yep. So getting started, we're going to kind of walk through some thoughts on that. First off, Some people say charge for estimates. I always charge for estimates to make a ton of money. Do not charge for estimates. (laughs) Charge for the depth that you need to go into if if it's required to get the signature. So let's talk about what that means. So for us, we don't offer we offer free estimates, and Mm -hmm. then if you want us to do a consultation, it's three hundred fifty dollars. Consultation means I'm going to sit, walk through your job site for two three hours with you, figure out what's going on, uh, start dreaming, and put together a list of what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. That's a consultation. If you want an estimate, I need a list from you. I need pictures from you. I need to be able to put together an estimate of what you want done. Right black and white, not, not any, well, something over here can give me three versions of it this way. And so we draw that line. Now we've never charged. I don't think ever Mm -mm. for that consultation, but having a line of demarcation between what you can pay me for and what I'm going to do for free on the estimate is where we get people to say, yeah, just give me the free one. We'll start there. And so we're engaged. They're happy. They know what they're getting and I can spend a little extra time And just, you know, be the good guy on it. Hey, you know what? I'm going to let's just figure out what you want done here. I'm not going to charge you. Let's get it, get it done. But then they feel, you know, I'm helping them out and and they're happy and, and I'm working for them and doing some free stuff when in essence, I would have done that for them anyways. But now they know that this is what I charge for and this is what's free. So our opinion, do not charge for estimates, do the free side up front and then where where are we going to draw the line? We'll talk about next. That's right. So going into that, what we want to do is run through. And if you've listened to our last podcast, you know that we push desk estimates heavily. If you haven't listened to that podcast, there's it's a number of podcasts ago. But we talk about how to do a desk estimate and the estimating process. So when a, a, a new client comes in. I, as the head of construction or the general manager of my company, is I am going to put together a desk estimate, which is a thirty minute, quick estimate of scope that you've given me and and round ballpark numbers to try and hit a, a, an estimated amount for your job. That way, if you want a new kitchen and I'm like eh, it's going to be sixty eight thousand dollars ish, and you got a five thousand dollar budget budget based on HGTV, great. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to come out to your house and waste the next ten hours of my of my week. Trying to get you landed and then all of a sudden you see the price and you're ghost. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of, uh, we're not going to go into the desk estimates today, but that's the free part. I'm going to do that for free. And then I'm even going to come out and do an on-site assessment of that estimate. So we if, come out.
1: If after the desk estimate, I assess, you know what, the, the, the probability, probability of me landing this as a client is yep. high the The price was around what they wanted. I've gotten to know the client. I've gotten to know whether they're you know are they a little bit nuts? Are they asking some really weird questions? Do I want to work with this client? I've determined all those things, and it costs me nothing. Yeah, a couple an hour of my time and a thirty minute phone
0: call. Yeah, and everything we're doing talking about today is this is how I'm assessing the gamble I'm doing with my time. Yeah, right. So if I get on that call and they're like. Yeah, 68000 for the kitchen. That sounds amazing. That's right on my what I'm trying to do. I've already got my designer. We're ready to go, but we just need the, to find the right company. Mm-hmm. If I'm getting all of those signs, I'm going to spend a little more time for free to try and land that client. Yep. If someone's like, I don't have time for a desk estimate phone call, I'm like just give me a price and let me know, mm. I'm not landing that client. They're yep. just trying to shop it. They're trying to sell the house. They're trying to figure out uh, and price uh, me against another contractor. They're, they're not engaged in actually hiring us. They're trying to get me to do some free work for them.
1: But if, if I determine, you know what, this seems like a legit lead that I probably am going to be able to land, I'm willing to spend more of my time and money Yep. because the odds of me losing this are going to be less. Yep, right. right. So I'm willing to go the next step of now I've got my desk estimate, my template of what this estimate is going to be. Now I need to go on site and dial it in with some real numbers and real conversations with the client. Right.
0: And so- With that being said, we like to start out with every client to let them know and understand kind of the timeline. We talk about our client engagement agreement a lot, and that is where we sit down with the client before starting and lay out exactly how the renovation goes, all the rules of the game around what we are responsible for, what they are responsible for, and all all of that. I'm not going to go into that again because we've covered that plenty on these podcasts, how to do a client engagement meeting. But- just like we do that for the renovation, I'm doing that up front during the desk estimate or my first conversation as to what to expect from this process yep. up till when you need to sign. Yep. And so we tell them, listen, we're going to do this, this, and this. But, we're, but uh, I don't say I'm not going to do this other stuff yep. for you. But I start laying out like this is our process. We're going to do this desk estimate. Then I'm going to have someone come out and – do, do a revised estimate by meeting you on site and kind of walking through in person. Yeah. Then we're going to come back and revise that and start uh, ensuring that we chip away and get the price exactly right. And if you're ready to go, we're going to sign and, and, and get going. But what I'm not going to do and where I'm going to draw the line is pre-construction work. And kind of the rule of thumb for us is if I'm doing something for you that you are you could take with you and have another contractor do, mm-hmm. that in my, in my mind is pre-construction work. Yeah. And so pre-construction is a phase of our jobs that we're doing before the construction started, but you're pe- you need to pay me for my time to do it. Yeah. So I try to separate out what I'm doing for free and what I'm charging for into kind of using that rule of thumb. So for instance, if you want me to work with your designer and in, in architect, that's going to be hours of my time mm-hmm. that is pre-construction to prep for the construction. And normally it's not one meeting. No, it's not one meeting. It's not a single, you know, 30 minute phone call. It's a back and forth. It's a bunch of other things like that. So what we want to start doing is drawing the line between what we are going to do for free Mm -hmm. and what we're going to do before the signature. And so uh, freeze before this. And then what what we need a a financial commitment for to complete. Right. Now, everyone says, well, you know, they might not be ready to sign that $300,000 estimate of mine because they need more information from me. So I've Mm -hmm. got to run down the road and pick out selections and do all my trade walks to make sure that my numbers are perfect. Right. And and I need to do all that stuff before I can give them a final number. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what we do and what we coach on is you need to separate out Into the top section of your estimate, especially on the larger construction ones, new builds, additions, that sort of thing, you need to separate out a section called pre-construction. Every single one of our estimates that are the large, really anything over 50000 usually, is going to have a pre-construction section in it. And some of the smaller ones, too, if there's more work that needs to be done Mm -hmm. up front. Mm -hmm. It's not... If it's not, hey, go paint the walls. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it, straightforward.
1: It, it's specific action items that are needed to set the job up for success. Yep. Right. Some of the details that are needed to be gathered, some of the information, um, you know, a, a permitting, you know, th- there's a bunch of different things that, that, you know, are a part of this, but they are the things, like you said before, that if this client were to walk away at the end of me executing this and go with somebody else, that person would have had to have done those things as well, but yep. now they're going to be able to take my work yep. and use it on, on somebody else's job site. So, yep. that would that's the kind of qualifier, like you said before, of something that I'm going to say and explain to the client, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do all of these things, but it's yep. to require us time and money, and I'm willing to spend that. I'm excited to spend that because that's going to really help us dial in and make sure everything is perfect so that we can really execute this job for you. Yep. But- um, all of that stuff happens before I swing a hammer and you're expecting me to invoice you for things that I'm swinging hammers on.
0: Yeah. People think they don't owe you money until I break ground. Yeah. And so what we want to do, and I'm not starting out by trying to get them to do the pre-construction first. I'm trying to sell them the whole estimate, Correct. but if they're not ready to sign, but want me to spend the time, I already have the itemized line items on my quote mm-hmm. for pre-construction items. And yeah. so I explained to them, listen, I got to. This is a lot of this is tacked too, because Mm -hmm. you come in and say, I'm not doing that for free for you until you sign with us. Right. Client's gone. If I come in and say, Hey, listen, I will love to dive in. It's going to take me 20 hours to do X, Y, and Z. I want to dive into this and get started on it. I think, I think we're very close to the signature, but we need some of these things finalized. Can we break this into two jobs? One is going to be your pre-construction. I'm going to get started on that. It's $2,500 to do X, Y, and Z. Are you cool with me spending the next 20 to 30 hours of this week and next week working on all of this stuff to get your job lined up and doing all that work? I've pulled it out of the line items. You're not paying me twice for this stuff, but I've separated out to where you're going to pay me to do your selections and I'm going to be doing a Gantt chart for you and walking with my crews, making sure that I can do all of, get everything accurate to where we can move forward. But I got to spend 30 hours on that and it's going to take a lot of my time. Are you cool with paying me for that? and if you're good, and if everything ends up the way that it is right now we're going to sign and, and get the job done yeah. if not you can still back out there's no long term commitment for you you're just paying me for the time i'm going to spend on prepping and getting the construction ready uh so we can we can start swinging hammers
1: what what's interesting you know we we just recently t- uh, went to our uh, annual retreat yeah. <clears throat> and uh we were going over some of this information and i remember one of the guys specifically said He's like, you know, I've I've told clients when we were going through this, look, here's the reality. Every single contractor has this information in there. They've just cooked the books. It's in it's they've inflated their line items to yeah. cover this stuff. We're the only ones that are willing to put it in front of you and say these are the real costs. Yeah. Right. So that there's, there's a benefit of being able to sit in front of a client and say, look, the, you're paying for these costs, whether you go with me or somebody else. I'm just the one that's willing to actually tell you line what the, item what, it what the you. line items are.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what, what we include in that and where we draw the line of pre-construction, it's first off, it's picking selections, uh, picking out life fixtures, picking out plumbing fixtures, f- picking out flooring. Again, those, uh, some of those are going to be changing the final price. Right. And so we need to understand some of those because, all three of those things that I just listed can get really expensive. I mean, doing an LVP versus doing a really nice Brazilian hardwood mm-hmm. is a 10 to $15,000 difference for a house. And right. so stuff like that to where things can really start scaling in price. Let's capture all of that stuff before we move forward. Cause you might want to change what we're doing on the estimate, depending on the selections you want to match that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I explain it to the client and say, but Again, I don't want to start going through those selections because that's a lot of time and effort to build that selections list for you and to start walking you through kind of how what I've budgeted. But that needs to be done before we get growing. That's a pre-construction item. Another pre-construction item, dealing with your architect, blueprints, back and forth. How is this going to be laid out? Where's the water closet for this? How are we doing the HVAC uh, and a utility closet here? All of that stuff, I need to be working with your uh, architect if you don't have mm-hmm. one I, I we've got a, a plenty that you can choose from that we'd love to introduce you to but doing working with your blueprints and architect outside of looking at it to build an estimate that needs that's during our pre-construction phase mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, something else we do is trade walks and final revision so I know that I can install an HVAC unit in this house for ten thousand dollars but there's some factors that I might have missed. Yeah. I I, I want to get my HVAC guy to walk the property, make sure he understands what we're doing, look at the blueprints and spend a couple hours of his time building a plan of how he's going to be doing the install for you. So I want to do that during our pre-construction, but I don't, I, I got to pay him for a couple hours of, of, of that work. That yep. we don't Usually with that good relationship, I don't have to pay him, but mm-hmm. I'm budgeted to where I can cover his time. So I'm not taking advantage of my guys. Mm-hmm. If we don't land this job, I'm going to slip him 200 bucks for you know, for spending the time and, and doing all this load calcs and all that stuff. Yeah. But I'm not going to go and walk the job site with seven crews to make sure our numbers are tight and re- revisions unless I'm getting paid for that time. Yeah. Now we also tell our clients, Hey, listen, if there's a 10% variance on these prices, once I get these revisions, we're going to, you know, let's pull out of this and pause and and mm-hmm. figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. I don't want my numbers to change by more than 10%. If that is the case, we're going to do a deep dive into why that happened. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. Hey, real quick. You're listening to this podcast because you are growing your company to the next level. Getting efficient, building structure, and creating organization is a foundation of growth. We've created ProStruck360 software so you can spend less time doing paperwork and more time growing your company. Sign up today for free at ProStruck360.com. Whether you're using our free version to send estimates and invoices and getting paid online, or you choose one of our paid subscriptions that add in sending work orders, email and QuickBooks integrations and so much more. Stop putting off what you know is necessary to get to the next level. Take control of your growth at prostruct360.com.
1: Well, and we and we give our clients an out. Yeah. Right? Because they we're, we're telling them we're, to move forward, we need a signature that you're okay with going with us. Yep. But we're also in the same breath telling them the next steps may change the final cost yeah. right and so they're a little hesitant of like what well, i'm i'm going to sign on the bottom line but you're telling me in the next couple of weeks this number probably will change yep. and we tell them if there is a 10% variance where we go up by 10% uh, over 10% we will give you the option to back up and say hey you know what this is this is more than yeah. i
0: expected And that's usually when we're trying to get them, yeah, when they're signing the whole thing at once up front. Correct. Um, If we haven't done those final trade walks and they're ready to sign, we give them that out. Yeah. Uh, But at the same time, if they're not ready to sign, like, well, I just need to know the final numbers before I I move forward with the signature. What we do is say, okay, listen, I want you to approve section one on my estimate. Mm -hmm. Section one is pre-con. It's $2,800. I'm going to build you a Gantt chart. I'm going to lay out what crews are going and where. I'm going to meet my crews on your job site. I'm going to... Uh, start building a selections list. And then I'm also going to look into the the permitting process and what's needed there. And we could probably even put the permit costs in this, because even if you don't go with us, you need this permit. Correct. And so we can get lay the groundwork on that, even though I'm not pulling the permit yet, unless you're ready to move forward, Mm -hmm. start dealing with what we need for that specific municipality and pulling a permit there. So saying I'm this stuff needs to happen and you can take all this with you if you go with someone else, but we have a a ballpark number that we're both pretty, pretty good with in terms of, I think it's accurate and it's within your budget. If you're not ready to sign the whole thing, let's break this into two parts. I'm going to have one job that's pre-con, and then I'll have a secondary signature once you're ready to prove the actual quote. Is that fair uh, to ask of you? And I have never had a client be like, no, I'm not going to pay you for doing that stuff. Every client, like, that makes sense. You've given me hours of free time. We have a scope put together that I understand. It's within my budget. We're very close. I need some final details. I want you to do the work to get me those final details. Yeah. I can pay you 2500 for that because that's going towards the job.
1: Well, and and at the end of it, they will not have just paid you for time that's just nebulous out there somewhere, yep. right? They, yep. they will end up with something tangible, yeah. right? They'll have architectural drawings. They'll have blueprints. They'll have, you know, permits, you know, what, whatever the action items that you execute for that, you know, pre-con stuff. Yep. At the end of it, there is something tangible they're getting, they're, they're paying for, and they will get in return. Yeah. Hopefully, your process of executing those things are further going to land and confirm, yeah, I want to go with these yeah. guys.
0: Well, and and again, this is not a hard line in the sand for us. As a company, we use intuition. And again, this is more of our, our guys that we trust long term that have been here for a long time that might be head of construction, general manager. We lean on their intuition, not the new project manager's right. <laughs> intuition. Right. But again, we're always gauging the time spend. Versus the, the profitability and, and our confidence in landing this job. So Mm -hmm. we've got a job right now that's over $500,000. It's a really good profit. I mean, it's a, it's a fair profit, Mm -hmm. but it's not, it's, it's above 10%, right? It's, it's a, it's a really good profit for the price point. And, uh, we're in, in that job and the client wants to walk some other properties with us that they're just doing their due diligence because they've been burned by a contractor in the past. And so we, we've we had the conversation with me and my GM about it of like, all right, so we're going to walk these properties with her. She has everything done. We, we've we done revisions for her. Mm-hmm. This is where we're going to draw the line after they do these walks this this day and let them know that if you want to move forward at this point, this is what we got to do next. We need to be paid for that stuff. Yeah. But we did probably eight hours of extra work for this client. Sure. Be, that they wanted to feel safe because they've been burned before. But it was a
1: choice that we
0: make. Yes, because right. we're making six figures profit on a job. It's like it's worth it to, to gamble yeah. that. Yeah. Now, if it's an $80,000 job and my profit maxed out at 25%, I'm not spending those extra eight hours. I'm yeah. saying, listen, this is where I'm at. This is what happens next. I'd love to move forward with you. We have a pre-construction section that all of these next things happen in what can we do to make you feel safe on moving forward and signing this quote?
1: Yeah. Well, and the reality is, is that most customers feel like that's what's supposed to happen. Yes. They have access. I'm interested in going with you. And so as much as I need you out here, come walk this house again, come do this thing. Let me ask questions. They feel like that's just what is afforded to them. Yep. And they don't really understand that some of that is just a time cost. And some of it is time and money cost that you've got to pay for. Yeah. And if, if you don't help them understand the expectation and draw that line for them, yep. then they're, they're, they're not jerks, right? Yeah. They're not trying to take
0: advantage of you. They just think that that's how it's supposed to go. Well, and the big difference is proactive versus reactive. I mean, yep. that's, you can name, rename prostruct alliance, proactive versus reactive. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's all, that's, that's everything we do because yeah. with this being said, if, Jared was my client. And and I was like, hey, Jared, before we get started, let me just kind of lay out the process. We're going to do this. We're going to get revisions. I'm going to make sure everything looks good. If you're ready to move forward with us, uh, this is what we do during pre-construction. We can do that for you and and have that conversation at this point. That's This is where we need the signature, and this is what we start doing, and this is where you have your outs if you want to blah, blah, blah. Yep. You're like, great. That makes sense. And so when I get to the spot where I'm like, hey, listen, we're at the spot. Are you ready to move forward with us? Yes, I think I am. No, I need this information to get there. Whatever that conversation is, mm-hmm. it's it's been proactively talked about. If we get down to this spot, I'm like, and Jared asked me to do three more things for him, and I'm like, well, this is where my line is. I'm like, sorry, Jared, I'm not doing that until you pay me. Right. Whoa, this yeah. guy's after my money. Uh-huh. He's trying to nickel uh-huh. and dime me now. And it's this, because reactively, if you had an assumption that I was going to keep doing this until you were comfortable, though, if I said it proactively ahead of time, hey, just so you know, mm-hmm. this is kind of the process. I'm the professional. I've been I do this day in and day out for 18 years. You're a a client that maybe has done one or two renovations. You're going to go with my plan, right? Right. And so laying it out proactively, having this conversation ahead of time uh, to where, hey, this is what we do. This is this is when I'm going to need a signature. Hey, let's do that. Let's make you comfortable. But I love to spend all this time on this job. which is kind of my go-to line. It's the, I'm asking permission to spend more time on your job. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you, you owe me money. Right. Right. And so it's like, I really want to do this stuff. Can, are you cool with approving me to go ahead and spend these next 30 hours on this yeah. stuff? Which is, which is literally tipping the meter from,
1: are you for me yeah. as your client? Or are you only for your dollars? Yep. It's the
0: right. rhetoric, rhetoric of, uh, of being, uh, uh, advocating for mm-hmm. the client. Right? Right. It's it's the, it's how do I say this? So they know that I'm advocating for them. I'm mm-hmm. not falsely saying it, but I want, instead of saying, I can't do anything else for you until you pay me, I'm changing how I'm saying it to approach them in a way that, that I'm giving them what they need, which is saying, Hey, listen, if you, I would love to spend this time on this. Can we do that? I just need your approval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I mean, twenty five hundred. I'm going to pay this anyways. I think we're going with you. That's great. Go ahead yeah. and do that. Yeah. But it's not. I'm not asking for a thirty thousand dollar deposit at that time. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, listen. I'm going to spend some time on this for the next three weeks. It's going to be. I need thirty five hundred. I need twelve hundred. Whatever. Whatever. I can justify my time spent on. That's what I need to get paid for in case they walk away without signing.
1: Yeah. Well, and every every client comes to us thinking that all we care about is money. Yep. Right. And if they're met with a uh nope, Can't not until you pay me money. Yeah, they go. Aha! Found him. I found you out. Yep. I knew it. Yep. Right. But if you come at them with the, you're you're saying the same thing, right? Yep. But it's like you were talking about. It's the rhetoric. It's the it's the uh, I'm advocating. I'm re- I, I I want them to understand that they're safe with me. That I'm going to take care of them, and I'm looking out for their best interest. Yep. But I'm also a business, and I have a process that this is how it works. Yep. Right. They're fine with that. Yep. Right. There's actually a level of respect and trust that comes from, even though they're having to jump jump, jump through some hoops that they weren't expecting. There's a level of trust and respect that comes from. Oh, they. I they, have a plan. They have a plan. Yeah. They're not some a process. Fraud and I there's there's a reason behind this. Yep. Right. So. Well,
0: that's it. Next week we're talking about estimates and mm-hmm. what's missing from your estimates that you have to put on there there's we, we see all the time when we're reviewing estimates spots where our leaky buckets are happening yeah. where you sh- you should have put certain things on that estimate so it's a good transition from this this prod podcast because like okay pre-con is part of the estimate i'm separating that out how should that detail look what level of detail should i have how do i look at my project manager's estimates yeah uh and and really coach around those with him to, to help him build those out more robust and we're not missing things.
1: Essentially, you know, uh, how do I stop losing my original profit that I was trying to make? Yep. I started off at 30 and I
0: ended the job at 18 how where did, that did that 12% happen, go? Right? And, and let's let's make that to where it's a 2% not a 12% yep. drop. If you're doing a million dollars a year, that's 100,000 dollars of profit you're losing. Yep. So, let's let's how do we tighten that up and we're going to talk about that next week. If you want to talk with Jared and I, yep. we will personally hop on a Zoom with you. Go Absolutely. to go to prostruct360.com, hit contact us. Sign up for the software. We have a free version of the software you can get right now at proshark 360com Love to get you on the software. Start using it. It is a very robust, high-end software that that we run our company on, all of our people that we coach run their company on. It is... Built as the 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 bones of our system, mm-hmm. and then we coach around it to where it's like, okay, so this is why we have the software set up this way, that's right it's because you can manage your employees, you can manage your crews, you can receive payment, you can do all this stuff to where it's a one stop shop for the one the you know the one two three four man shows that that might not be doing a 100 million a year, but I need something that's where I don't have seven softwares. Yeah. So it's something it's a really to help cool, you keep
1: organized, create some efficiency, that's it. and duplicate your company.
0: Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. See you.